Oh, not yet. Not yet. Soon. 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 Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We're back. And uh, Willie Dude's had too much time on his hands because he put together like a boatload of stories like he used to do in the old days mm -hmm. before he turned into an old man. Yeah. Which is good. Yeah. Because we can still do it. We can still cover ground. We can still tackle all this, uh, all this news occupying internet real estate. Tim Cook and Sundar Pichai are personally lobbying senators against antitrust legislation. Well, I mean, you'd assume they would do such things. An upcoming bill could force Apple to open up the App Store. Well, we've heard about this. Mm. Obviously, there was the epic stuff. Uh, they've been talking about it for a while now, and uh, it's not in. It's uh, it's pretty easy to imagine why this type of legislation could be negative for the likes of uh, Google, Alphabet, apologies, and Apple. The United States' biggest tech companies are seriously worried about new antitrust legislation, so much so that Apple CEO Tim Cook and Alphabet CEO Sundar Pichai have been personally calling and meeting with senators, urging them to oppose the mooted legislation. Mooted. Moot, moot. Beep, beep. According to a report from Punchbowl News that cites multiple Senate aides. You can call up the Senate aides. If you got the uh, if you got the inside line on Senate aides, then you know exactly what the senators are talking about. <laughs> the legislation in question is the American Innovation and Choice Online Act, a bipartisan bill spearheaded by Amy Klobuchar and Chuck Grassley. Legislation is currently in its early stages and is set to be considered by the Senate Judiciary Committee today. Hmm. Bill would need to pass votes from both the House and Senate to become law. It's still easy to see why it's ruffling feathers in Silicon Valley. You know what happens if you, you don't want to rough, you don't ruffle Silicon Valley feathers. No, they ruffle you. That's because they got a lot of feathers. Yeah. And, uh, Tim's cook. Tim Cook got a lot of Tim's feathers. Cook. <laughs> Tim's been cooking. Tim's feathers. What's yeah. Tim been cooking? <laughs> What, what, what type of feathers has Tim been cooking? Oh, is he a vegan? I wonder. I don't know. Where, where, did, where did you hear that? I, I don't know. That just came up. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, he's from we'll he's out. from Texas, so I doubt it. We got a yeah. whole barbecue scene sure. over there. But then again, who knows once you get all the Silicon Valley feathers. Yeah. Who knows what happens. Uh, it's going to also be expanded to cover Chinese tech giants, TikTok, and WeChat as well. I mean, we were just talking about this um, a possible inspection of Microsoft and the acquisition of Activision Blizzard mm -hmm. and how the government was going to take a look at that same kind of, I mean, this is obviously monopoly different, but it's the same group and the same type of considerations that would come into play. Uh, although the exact impact of the legislation is difficult to predict, one aspect that worries Apple in particular is a possible threat to its app store business model in a letter sent by a company to the Senate Judiciary. Yeah, well, that was the epic thing. Mm -hmm. Epic was like, hey, man, let them put whatever they want. And they're like, hey, we built the shopping mall. Yeah, I don't know, man. It's uh, not getting any easier. These, these giants get bigger. The giants get more gigantic. Mm -hmm. And you really wonder, you got a handful of senators sitting around and going up against these giants like how do you even begin some legislation you gotta man you gotta educate yourself you gotta meanwhile you're getting lobbied by the likes like by the companies themselves that uh, sure yeah have 
in many cases, far more expertise. It's, it's a tough one. Yeah, it's a lot of pressure. It's a, it's a tough spot. It definitely is. Samsung teases its next phone, the second coming of the Galaxy Note. Well, this would be the, uh, whatever they're going to call it. I don't know, S22 Note. Or maybe mm -hmm. they just, maybe they don't do S22 Note. Maybe they do Note 22. They're not going to do that. Maybe it's just the Galaxy Note from year to year. Yeah, just call it the Note. Like how like how Apple does it. The no, Note Apple doesn't 2022. do it like that. No, they don't do it like that. No one does it like that. Well, I mean, Cars. it is. they are 2022. It's so weird the way they compete with these numbers. Name it like cars. Yeah, I know. We talked about this before. Yeah. You just say, oh, look, it's the uh, Model S. And then what year is it? Well, we'll figure it out, you know? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Honda Civic, 2022. Yeah. I mean, it makes more sense. What's the way. car you were supposed to get? Whatever happened to that? The Forerunner? Yeah, you didn't get it yet? TRD Pro. Easy? Holy cow. At Unpacked in February 2022, we'll introduce you, you to the most noteworthy S-series device we've ever created. Okay, so they're going to call it S-series. It's going to be S22 Note. Uh, this came from Samsung president Dr. T.M. Rowe, head of the company's MX business. The next generation of Galaxy S is here, bringing together the greatest experience of our Samsung Galaxy into the ultimate. Well, I mean, it, we saw the little uh, model devices, and it was obvious that the... The There's, biggest one would, would sort of take the place of the Ultra. And there was too much crossover with those devices anyway. I don't or, remember. Did it have pen support yeah. as well? Oh, well okay. Wait, which? The S22 Ultra. S22 Ultra. The S20. model. Oh, the model unit? Yeah. yeah, that's why no one was calling it Ultra. Everyone's getting uh, rid of the word Ultra and just assuming it would be called the Note because it RC. did... Uh, it, you couldn't actually remove a pen from it, but it had the area where a pen like would be held. Like the indentation, yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah, I, I mean, I, I think people will be happy that the note lives on because there was a rumor for a period of time that it was going to go away. Uh -huh. So I think people will be happy that the note continues, but I guess there probably will be one less device to choose from because you would have had S22, S22 Plus, S22 Ultra, and a note series each year. It, it might have been overkill. Though. It might have been too much selection. I don't know. Yeah. Do you remember, like, the first Note had a five-inch screen? And it was enormous, and people said, you're crazy. No one's going to use that. I'll go even further. It was a phablet. I'll, like, I'll go time. even further than that, Will. I'll go to the Dell. Dell put the first phablet out. Nobody even Dell. Remember. Yeah, nobody even remembers that. Dell put the first phablet out, and everyone said, that that's crazy. And they discontinued it. It was uh, Streak? Is that it? Dell Street. Oh, yeah. It sounds really familiar. It's huge. No, it was like, what is this thing? Uh, yeah, I remember. People thought it was crazy. I thought it was kind of cool, but never imagined it would catch on the way that it did. The big phone. Yeah. And and at the time, with that device, it was uh, comically big. When people were holding it, 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 was, it was like a joke. It's like, are you for real? You're holding a tablet to your face. And hence the... Oh, that's a venue. Hence the phablet terminology coming into play, and now now they're just all phones. Got to be real big before you start thinking of other terms for it. Yeah, it's crazy. Today's sponsor, Manscaped, and I already knew it before you brought up the page because we got a bunch of new products here that smell very manly. And I said it the minute you took it out of the package, mm -hmm. I could smell the man on you. Musky. <laughs> 
if you go ahead uh, and and add the lawnmower to the cart, you may want to check out the other things as well, including, like I said, the two-in-one, the body wash, and uh, the deodorant. And so many new products all the time. Crop gel is new. Yeah, I'm using the hydrating Spoilers, body man. spray at the moment. What you mean? What you mean? Right here. Oh, wow. You got it right over there. Yeah. Do a little spritz on the microphone there. Well, not on the microphone, but like near it. Well, you don't have to do it right on the <laughs> microphone, man. Anyway, they heard it. Smells delicious. It's not supposed to be delicious. You're not eating it. <laughs> Smells good. That's what I'm trying to say, okay? <laughs> Get 20% off and free shipping by going to manscaped.com slash Lou. That's 20% off and free shipping by going to manscaped.com slash Lou. Help tame that love jungle you have in your pants with Manscaped. Also sponsored by HelloFresh. Take the stress out of mealtime. You heard me say it before. I'll say it again. I want you to eat something nice. Uh, it's the simple things in life. The, the When you eat a meal and you feel as good when you're making it and eating it as you do after you're done eating it. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Like, like uh, you want to feel, you don't want to have that heavy feeling after when you ate something that you didn't, that, that wasn't the most nutritious. You know, you might, you might feel, you sit on the couch, you feel terrible mm -hmm. if you ate some fast food or something. The, the, these type of meals afterwards, you feel good about it. Yes. Like I ate a, a balance. There was a balance to it. Fresh uh, ingredients. Could be a balsamic tomato and herb chicken. It could be a sweet chili pork bowl. I think that, I feel like that has like cashews or peanuts in it. You can't have that one. Well, yeah, candy peanuts. You got to skip that one. Yeah. So depending on, uh, you know, what your caliber is or what you're in for or uh, the ease that you're looking for, it's just something for everybody over there. You fill it up. Ingredients show up. And you cook it up and you feel great about it. It's HelloFresh. The new year is a great time to focus on what's important to you. Whether it's saving money by ordering less takeout, learning to cook, or prioritizing your wellness, HelloFresh is here to help with endless options to make cooking at home simple and enjoyable. HelloFresh offers the flexibility you need to easily customize your order online or in the app. Easily change your delivery day, food preferences, and plan size, or skip a week whenever you need to. Always get the one pot pork sausage and red bean chili. And why is that? It's 20 minutes to make and it's only one pot. Easy enough. Go to HelloFresh.com slash LouLater16 and use the code LouLater16 for up to 16 free meals and 3 free gifts. That's HelloFresh.com slash LouLater16 and use the code LouLater16 for 16 free meals and 3 free gifts. Thank you to HelloFresh. Uh, what do we have here? Sony shares fall 13% after Microsoft to Activision Blizzard deal. U.S. tech group's bid wiped 20 billion from the Japanese company's valuation in a day. I saw some comments from Sony saying Call of Duty's still going to be here, so chill. But, I mean... <laughs> well, they didn't say it like that. They were like, right? Microsoft? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, because yeah, uh, I'm guessing um, well, they have previous contractual obligations. Anything can happen given enough time. That's true. Yeah, I mean they can uh, negotiate their way back into it more or out of it more or whatever. But it definitely was, I mean, enormous news for Microsoft, and of course it had some kind of an impact on Sony. Um, here's the thing: like so much of. Uh, gaming revenue now is in the after you buy the game model you know what i mean like fortnite oh skins or whatever mm -hmm. it's like 
the, so much revenue to be generated yeah. from users after it happened. So you look at, uh, well, take a game like Fortnite, for example, which made a boatload of money for Epic. They'll put it anywhere they can because mm -hmm. they just, it, we need users, like the actual software cost. Now, where things get weird is, in this case, Microsoft, when it comes to gaming, they've got this piece of hardware sitting around, and they might not mind selling it, a bunch of them. So, ex and exclusives do exist, yes. but they exist mostly when it comes to these consoles. Mm -hmm. But I just, I don't know. My gut is that Call of Duty's too big, but I saw all the comments. People said, no, 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 it's going to go exclusive. Uh, listen, I don't know. I'm not inside here. No, I, I think you're right. I think it's not going to go exclusive, but there will be a point where, you know, if you own an Xbox, you'll probably have some sort of exclusive content. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we can both agree like with that. skin or There something. could be advantages for sure. sure. Microsoft's $75 billion bid for Activision Blizzard. Oh, that's higher than when we, were, when we talked about it first. Yeah, it went up. 75 now. Uh, overnight news of the deal also triggered a wave of buying across Japan's gaming sector with shares in Square Enix and Capcom rising more than 3.5%. Everyone's like, oh, they want software companies. Shares in Nintendo yeah. and Konami rose as much as 2.5 and 3.25% respectively in Tokyo on Wednesday as investors bet that some Japanese companies would consider domestic mergers as a defensive measure against takeover. Yeah. Imagine Sony buying Nintendo. <laughs> wow. So they so um Sony was at a 21 year high the valuation. Yes. And uh that dipped. Long-term Sony stockholders said the shares were being punished over knee-jerk fears that the Japanese company had been put under pressure to come up with a big acquisition of its own, either by counterbidding for Activision or seeking out a different target. I don't even know. Who is at the scale of Activision Blizzard? Like, who do you even approach that would be even a dent of that from a... I would say EA. Jesus. Relax. EA is pretty big. EA is very big. And they're and they're independent. They're on their own still. Uh, there's no parent. I believe so. Okay. All right. No. I don't know. But don't quote me on that. Well, they're going to quote you. Okay. Well, you said it on yeah. the microphone. So, yeah. Uh, look, man. Chips are going to fall where they will, where they may. Uh, Sony's got a lot of fans. PlayStation has a lot of fans. In fact, I, I heard, I, I don't remember where I read this, but that PlayStation was the biggest platform for Call of Duty uh, as far as any platform goes. So mm. take that for what it's worth. But don't quote me either. Okay. We're just I will shouting here, whatever we want. Instagram launches early test of creator subscriptions in the U.S. Creator subscriptions? What do I do? I click subscribe? Just like YouTube? Is this YouTube now on Instagram? Yeah. It's pretty much like members. Instagram is giving creators more ways to make money with the, today's launch of Instagram subscriptions feature, which was spotted hitting the App Store back in November is now officially and early testing a small group of U.S. creators who will be able to offer their followers paid access to exclusives. So this is the OnlyFans thing. Everybody wants to get a piece of that revenue. And, well, I mean, not in the same, not necessarily with the same content, but just the idea of... Uh, monetizing your audience in different ways through paid access and special badges yeah. and there's only one way easy <laughs> no i'm sure i've never been on only no, fans no. but i'm sure there's all kinds yeah, of ways yeah i was like, just kidding come there. up with like all kinds of different tools and badges sure. and stickers and things at launch only 10 total u.s creators have gained access Ooh, yeah he, here are the do you know any of these people mm. yeah neither do i <laughs> that was quick <laughs> 
No, I, I actually I don't. But but you know, they're probably going to roll it out with a variety of creators sure. across a spectrum. See how it goes, and uh, and then learn. You know? mm -hmm. There are eight price points to choose from, starting at ninety nine cents per month to as much as a hundred dollars a month. Well, it's uh, up to the creator themselves. But what? So they're most likely going to price it for like a dollar, two dollars, five dollars. Well, what would you thing. have to be posting to charge a hundred a month? You know. All right, go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, every look, man, everybody's uh, everybody's competing for content creators and uh, trying to figure out. I mean, you had that viral video that Hank Green put out. I don't know if it's viral, but I saw a lot of people on Twitter talking about it, about how TikTok is not paying enough and it's a problem. And uh, so, yeah, if, if I mean, obviously creators notice where their revenue is coming from and they invest in those platforms. And so... Mm -hmm. uh, alternative tools for revenue enhances the platform because it impresses the creators. Yeah. Samsung Galaxy Tab S8 Ultra makes an appearance on official Samsung support page. The Galaxy Tab S8 Ultra has been spotted on the company's official website. So, they, so they're still going to have the Ultra name. It'll just be for mm -hmm. the tablet. Or who knows? Maybe they'll be crazy and call the S22 the Ultra Note. <laughs> ultra note you don't mm. want to mess with the ultra the render i don't mind that the render image shows the tablet will have a notch to yes. house the selfie snapper and the tab s8 specs could include snapdragon 8 gen 1 11,200 milliamp hour battery and of course s pen support so your your pen will work here just like it, well, it has a very slim bezel so your pen could work here just like it does on that next s22 note idea that everyone's talking about um I mean, the design of these things is not really much to take from it because they just continue to get more slender. They continue to get a better screen-to-body ratio or, or a more uh, aggressive screen-to-body ratio. And then otherwise, it's a rectangle, sir. Yeah. What do you think about the notch, though? Yeah, to see it in uh, landscape orientation? Yeah. Mm. It almost looks like when you want to pull out on Samsung devices, you know, you pull mm. out the little... The little drawer? Whatever they call it. What do they call that? Quick access or something? Sure. I don't know what it's called, but... Yeah, it would probably be annoying in portrait mode, but then it would be less annoying in landscape mode. So I think like that there's that. a landscape priority that they're doing here. Yeah, I'm guessing you would have, like, a keyboard as well and a case hmm. and function like a laptop. Well, because of the Ultra name, that's their version of Pro, right? Kind of. Mm -hmm. So you're right. Maybe this is uh, it's going to be more targeted at sitting down at a desk or having one of those flippy cases and having a keyboard setup. Amazon's first clothing store lets you summon clothes to the fitting room. Oh, you don't have to ask anybody, including fitting rooms equipped with touchscreens. Oh, someone's going to bring it still, but you just sure. When's the last time you were in a fitting room, Will? Uh, That's what I thought. Yeah. Yeah. How about you, Mo? What? Boxing Day, you were in a fitting room? Wow. <laughs> you were trying on clothing. Incredible. How did it go? You get them? Okay, good. Well, this Amazon one is even slicker and smoother than whatever it was that Mo was doing. Because here, look, you can, what do you get? A whole look? What is, what's going on here? Yeah, so this is the whole oh, outfit that's made oh. by uh, Fashionista. Wow. They curate it. And then you could just pick out the outfit. You scan like a code. And then the whole outfit in your size will be ready in your room. Your 
change room. Uh, so you want okay, to pick out any Here she goes. She gets to number 24. Here we go. She, she goes to number 24. She unlocks it. This is my fitting room. Oh, it's a very nice fitting room, too. Hi, Serena. Welcome to your room. And it's all there for her to try on and just have a time. It's not bad. And oh wait, you have wait, a little wait. touch screen. So she she's tried on a few things, but then she needs a couple more. So she types, she taps that into the touch screen. Yeah. There's a mirror in there. And she's like, you know what? I'm gonna buy this one. Amazon style shops. The you know what, Mo? That would have made your life easier, man. You I think you would have tried you would have tried on a few more things because it's annoying the way it is, right? What is it? Yeah. A weird yeah. pile. And don't you often have to go past a person who's kind of monitoring the section? At the place that I went to, they give you a, a little ticket of how many items you Old school style. Right. So Mo's describing his experience. They they give you a ticket with how many items you brought in so you don't steal them. Amazon doesn't care about stealing. They're like, we got your face. We mm -hmm. got your biometrics. They're like, go ahead and try, Mo. But yeah, it's yeah, crazy. It. It's interesting. They're, you got all these uh, areas and segments where... It really hasn't changed or developed at all. And technology hasn't hasn't uh, penetrated for whatever reason. Mm -hmm. And then you see this and you're like, yeah, of course. Of course, Amazon. Mm -hmm. So where are they going to open this store, this style? Uh, or is this just uh, a one-off? Uh, I, I think they, they said it here, but I'm not completely sure. I'd Although it appears they rely heavily on automation, Amazon says its new style store will still have traditional employees who will be focused on customer service, delivering items to fitting rooms, helping customers to check out, and managing back-of-house and processing payments. Uh, they obviously have Amazon Fresh stores and then the convenience style stores, Amazon Go stores. And they all merge into one one day? Sure. You know? Or they're just beside each other. Oh, here we go. It's due to open at the Americana at Brand Shopping Mall in Los Angeles later this year, where it will be Amazon's first ever physical apparel store. Mm. There you go. QR codes. Future. Future. Uh, Netflix sheds nearly... Oh, yeah, Netflix. Taking... It's all because of that clip you put out, Will, about them raising their prices. Yeah. Yeah, it's all your fault. Netflix sheds nearly $50 billion in market cap after borderline catastrophic forecast. Executives expect less than half the new... The net new subscribers that analysts projected for the first quarter of 2022 shares fall. I'm not watching anything on Netflix these days. You know, the only thing that gets played on Netflix these days in my life is Paw Patrol. Paw Patrol, Paw Patrol, whenever you're in trouble. We're going to get a copyright. Because it's so, my rendition it's was uncanny. so, yeah. uh, you got, let me explain Paw Patrol. You got uh, Rubble, you got Chase. You got Marshall, you got Zumba, you got Sky, and you got, oh, I always forget the green one, Rocky. All right, so don't come at me with, don't come at me with any, not knowing Paw Patrol. I know Paw Patrol. Okay, well, you, I'll test you tomorrow. You can watch it on Netflix, but otherwise, I don't know what's going on on Netflix. Because I was, you know, you know I'm into the boba. You know, I've been watching Bobby Fett. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Apparently, that's what it is. A lot of people are subscribing to other services. And um, the forecast for Netflix is um, they were expecting higher. Yeah. But it didn't deliver. Listen, Netflix was the only show in town for a while when it came to streaming. Like, outside of short form. Yeah. Outside Which is of, expected. Yeah. You know, it's going to yeah. diversify. Taper off. Competition comes in. Um, 
And I think there's a worry that there's not enough IPs there. All right. Yeah. yeah. Like you're talking about you're talking about Marvel and stuff like that. Uh, Squid Game, or like their own IPs. Oh, original stuff. Original, yeah. Right, but can they can also buy from others? They could, yeah. But it's not native. Like that's where Disney has such a such an advantage. Yeah. And then Dune, I was watching Dune the other day, and that was an HBO one. It's just like so many players are coming with major mm -hmm. firepower. Oh, my God. Did you finish, Dune? What you talking about finish? I don't know if you finished it. What? You talk about it like I wouldn't, I would start a movie and not finish it? <laughs> do people do that? Oh, well, yes, you would do that. Yeah. Do people do that? No, I, I mean, it will be really hard for me to sit down and actually watch something yeah to actually get to that moment because of the chaos i live in but yeah. but if it does happen i'm gonna finish that movie okay but but there's more movies to come so it's like right. you know i'm lacking resolution but i was doomed up man okay good i was on the planets out there i was with the different houses um i was in the spice trade did you do it <laughs> i did yeah you did it as well sure yeah did you have a time yeah, it was great. You had a time. I feel like it would be way better in the theater. Yeah, you want more sound and stuff? With like, uh, yeah. You want more sound and bigger screen. Sure. Popcorn? Who's a, who was the director? Blade Runner? Villeneuve. Villeneuve. Villeneuve, yeah. yeah. Amazing. Oh, okay. Very like You're uh, upgrading. Hans Zimmer. You're upgrading your, uh, your thing now. Yeah. But you didn't answer my popcorn question. You skirted you around on? that one. Do you what eat you? popcorn? Did I eat? Popcorn? Do you? Do you? Of course, yeah. Do you? What do you put on it? Uh, just salt. Hmm. Not a lot of butter. I feel like butter's wait, wait, really wait, let me ask you something uh, confusing. Let me ask you something. What is your method for making popcorn? Uh, microwave. That sometimes already has butter in it. The microwave popcorn. Yeah, I mean applying butter is uh, oh okay because it's more of like a powdery butter flavor sure. if you go in the microwave i know I mean, you probably can get a pop in the microwave that's just salt or you can even probably get one that's plain that you but you got to get one of these units that actually is like heating up the kernels oh yeah yeah the popcorn kernel okay. and then they start popping like pop 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 and they're just spinning around on this hot plate that would be a amazing experience it's quite an atmosphere it sets the and mood doing it at home it sets the yeah. mood at home pop 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 pop, pop you mm -hmm. know Gets my guys going. They're like, oh They're man, it's, it's movie moving. Yeah. Dune. Here comes Dune. Yeah. Get ready for the spice trade. <laughs> All right, what do you got next? Netflix. Yeah. Netflix will figure it out. I don't know. I'm not too worried. Okay. I mean, I'm worried in this. I mean, I'm not a, I don't hold any shares. Right. Yeah. But I, they're going to be around. That's all I'm saying. Streaming music report. Sheds light on the battle between Spotify, Amazon, Apple, and Google. Global streaming music subscription market here. Uh, how it's distributed, I suppose. Yeah, it's a nice little chart here. Spotify got 31%. Shout out Spotify. Uh, playing amongst the giants. They're like the Netflix of this space, sort mm -hmm. of. Although, yeah, and they did get a bit of a head start. But they're hanging in there. 31% of total uh, subscribers. Apple Music, 15%. Amazon Music, 13%. Tencent Music, 13%. YouTube Music 8, NetEase. That's the one, that's the one you're subscribed to. Look at this one. Deezer, <laughs> Yandex, and then other. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, outside of guys like you that using yeah. NetEase, 
most people are on the Spotify, although I'm on YouTube Music and Spotify. I don't have Apple Music or Amazon. I just... You don't use Deezer? I do not use no, Deezer. Okay. Uh, I was looking at a chart the other day of how much artists get paid per stream on different platforms. Mm. It's actually quite a discrepancy. It's not equivalent. No. Spotify was the largest music streaming service in the world as of the second quarter of 2021 with a market share of 31% with Apple Music in second place at 15. Yeah, we just heard that. Although exact subscriber numbers and market shares may have changed in the months since Q2 2021, the report sheds light on how the world's biggest music streaming services are stacking up against one another. Spotify releases official subscriber numbers at the end of each quarter. Competitors like Apple and Amazon are less forthcoming with the exact figures. I don't know how long you can hang on for. I mean, they they started buying talent, right? Spotify, as we know in the podcast space, mm -hmm. in order to maintain that lead, create the habit, make sure people keep booting up Spotify. They got the integration in the Tesla, which made me boot up Spotify a couple more times. Um, but yeah, it's a it's a brand that is just synonymous with streaming music. So they've got a nice little nice little advantage there. Mm -hmm. YouTube Premium and Music are going to get an annual oh, annual subscription plans. Did they change? Discounted pricing? Look mm -hmm. at this. Yeah, it's discounted pricing. For me, this feels like a deal, YouTube Music, because you get all the same stuff, all the same songs, plus you have the universal search. So even if a song is not in audio form, if it was ever uploaded in video, like a remix or something, mm -hmm. it will then surface those results. I, I, you know, I use YouTube Music. Yeah. How, what do you think about the algorithm, though? Like the next song or well, like making a playlist? Honestly, the best thing to do if you, if, okay, so if you're trying to set a mood or something and you're yeah. trying to have a, 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 a sequence where it would guess best what the next music should be, start your playlist inside of a video. Hmm. Because the YouTube algorithm, YouTube video algorithm is better than the YouTube right. music algorithm. Yeah. Because so many people discover and listen to music right on YouTube. Mm -hmm. Anyway, it's this is tweaking and a thing that you can control yourself. But uh, the be benefit, the bonus here is you get no ads on YouTube. Sure. But it's important to note, I'll just remind you because I haven't talked about it in a while. Uh, we get paid. People like us on YouTube, we get paid via your premium subscription. So you won't see ads. We get to cut the ads right out of it. Um, you get to watch this and then we get a portion of your subscription fee and so does YouTube, but we get a bigger portion actually of the subscription fee than we do of, uh, the ad fee, the ad rate. Mm. So that's important to know too. So premium is helpful all the way around. Instead of YouTube premium costing $11.99 a month, you pay a discounted price of 107 for the year of ad free offline and background playback. Users pay up front and save $3 a month or 36 a year. Um, YouTube annual YouTube music premium is $89.99 for a savings of $250 a month. The promotional price ends Sunday, January 23rd. So anyway, you can check it out there what the savings are. It's like $23 or um, $35, depending, yeah, depending how long you want to sign up for. That's yeah. cool. Are you giving people a nice little deal, Will? Way it's to a go. good deal. Nelk Boys raked in tens of millions after their NFT sold out in less than 10 minutes. I don't know everything about this story, but... I was on Twitter when it was all going down. Uh, they have this membership card. They call it MetaCard. It's this, um, well, obviously it's an NFT. Uh, it's on Ethereum. But the idea being that holders of this card will have perks relating to Nelk. It's like a fan pass. Yeah, like if they do events or sell tickets to anything or have exclusive merch, like those who have the MetaCard may have some advantage 
will have some advantage. They say it's just the beginning. Um, it was like maybe $25 million uh, initially. Plus they have a 10% royalty whenever this stuff gets resold. It looks like the floor price has stuck around one ETH. Um, the mint price was 0.75 ETH. But what happened was Sam Pepper got involved and he was, people were saying it was a pump and dump scheme because he quickly sold what he had access to, which was before the public launch. This all happened on Twitter. And if you don't care about NFTs or pump and dump or rug pull, people were just, they were, they were, they were skeptical as it was all going down mm -hmm. about whether it was legit. Uh, but then you had Kyle from, uh, from Nelk, he, he went on Twitter and kind of addressed some of the stuff and was like, hey, we're sorry. I'm sorry. I shouldn't have let him in the friends and family list. We had like 500 available to that group. But you and I were talking. It's a membership card. Why why even make any of it available? I mean, it's so you're, there's so much money to be made here. Uh, well, you said it was like 30 million in an instant. I think it would be, well, you'd be point, it depends on the price of ETH at the time that they were all sold, but it was 0.75 ETH and 10,000 units. Yeah. So yeah, whatever, between 20 and 30 million, something like that. So, but it was weird. There was, they had these initial units that were given to, uh, or access was granted to friends and family. And then some, some behaviors took place and it's all public. Everyone can see what's going on. And so it kind of upset some within the NFT community, but it seems fairly squashed. Uh, Kyle went on Twitter and was and said it was a mistake letting those people have that access, and it's a long-term thing that he's working on. They've done they've done some big things in the past, so mm -hmm. time will tell. I mean, they got to obviously deliver to these people. One ETH is not nothing. These uh, people are in there for a few grand a piece, mm -hmm. and at some point they're gonna hope to get some perks or go to some parties or whatever you would hope to do with a meta card. Sure. In, in 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 the real world and in the metaverse. You may want to go to the Nelk Lounge in the metaverse, they, to, to be clear. Yeah. You get to do both. China Gaming Crackdown. Tencent prompts young gamers to adhere to 14-hour playtime limit. <laughs> a day or a week? I was going to say, that's a lot. Uh, a week. It's a day. What? 14 hours a day. Stop. <laughs> I think so. Gamers, hang on. Gamers aged under 18 are limited to playing between 8 p.m. and 9 p.m. only on Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays. That's only one hour, right? Between 8 p.m. and 9 p.m. only. Friday, I think that's Saturday, for the Sunday. weekends, but like Monday to Friday. Yeah, but that's crazy. That's when you would be playing anyway. Yeah. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, you get one hour each day. Mm -hmm. This is a crazy story. During a four-week, oh, it's, it's for this uh, winter break. Yeah. Okay, scroll down. Let's get to the bottom of this. Tencent Holdings, which runs the world's biggest video gaming business by revenue and China's largest social media platform, is reminding its game subscribers aged under 18 to strictly follow their 14-hour playtime limit during the four-week winter break. The company has drawn up a calendar from January 17th to February 15th and marked the 14 days, including the weekends, and the Lunar New Year holiday when young video gaming subscribers are only allowed to play one hour each day. Oh, okay. One hour each day. Yeah, that would be really tough. Based on the Chinese government's latest mandate, according to a post by Tencent Games on his WeChat account on Monday, Tencent Games is a business unit under the Shenzhen-based Internet Giants Interactive. Whoa, man. 
Yeah. They're trying to tackle video game addiction, apparently. Mm-hmm. Wow. I don't know how uh, the locals are going to feel about this, but as much as I would not want to spend my time over uh, Lunar New Year playing games, like I want to be around my, my friends and if possible. And but I want, being forced to just I want, spend one hour. I want to have nice meals. and But the sure. minute you tell me you're going to play one hour, I feel like I want to play more. Yeah. One hour, you know. You're rebellious. All, all, all of a sudden, I'm rebelling. All of a sudden, my hand's in the cookie jar, and I didn't even want a cookie. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. That's the way this stuff makes me feel, but I, I don't know. Is it is it different? Will people over there be like, oh, that's exactly what I needed. Uh, I needed someone to tell me, shut me down after an hour. I don't know how to manage something like that, but obviously, mm-hmm. uh, it can be a problem. People can get addicted to anything, and, and games continue to get better, and gambling, and crypto. Don't get me started on crypto, Will. I know you didn't even want to bring it up. Sure. You took a deep breath when I said the word. Well, I just think in you this... Went, uh... <sighs> crypto i need to meditate where's my crypto (laughs) crypto's been getting crushed too i know yeah it's tough Um, (laughs) unless you got unless you're unless you got a meta a meta card yeah that would save all my problems and you also yeah i don't listen i don't want to hear this i don't know what's your point you want to hear this i just think like in this uh i mean obviously china north america different cultural norms (laughs) um right how how would you think that if it was imposed here what uh what would happen oh my god it's just disaster it would be a disaster like there kids would, riot yeah on the streets boycott or i don't it just i just couldn't picture it happening in the first place but i don't know i mean anything can happen obviously but uh and who, who knows it won't these gamers find a way around it. They'll boot up some other non ten cent. Like they can only really affect it on so many. Mm-hmm. They'll just play some other game. So, um, yeah, it's a bit freaky. They, they, will, they will, people, people, humans will always find a way. Man, they will always find a way. Mm-hmm. Mars rebrands its female M and M's chocolate characters, ditching high heels for sneakers to make them more representative of customers. Uh, okay, yeah. I saw this. Do people in high heels not buy M&Ms? Is that, is that what's going on? Like, what is that representative customers? So they know that, that there's not a lot of high heels buying their M&Ms? The M&Ms uh, chocolate characters have a new look. Most notably, one female character is wearing sneakers rather than high heels in its ads. The company said it wants to make its characters more representative of its customers. Oh, so they're keeping so, one with high heels, but the other one got sneakers. Yeah. See, I never even... You wouldn't notice these details, right? Neither would I. Um, I didn't even know there were that many M and M's. Yeah, characters. Did you, did you know that? Uh, it's kind of weird. I was eating M and M's yesterday, though. Before this really? news Were broke, you? yeah, it was oh. Pe- peanut M and M's, which uh, was like left over in my cupboard. It was like a one of those holiday M and M's packs. It had like a Christmas holiday. theme. Oh, okay. So I don't even think it had all the colors. I think it was just red and green. <laughs> but green was in there. Did you do you know which which ones have beef with each other? Yeah. No. So the brown one and the green one supposedly have beef. Like they don't like in, each in other. In the past and in the commercials, but now everyone's good. They squash the beef. That's what the story wow. is told. I had no idea. There's so much going on with M and M's. I'm noticing the orange one looks terrified. Yeah, they they all represent the character. Yeah, he's very scared. The red one is supposed to be a. Uh, angry or mean 
Who's the cool? To is Blue the cool one? Yeah. Okay. Because his because his eyelids are low, so he's got to be cool. Yeah. Um. Okay. So scroll down. Let's see what the incentive was here. Mars Wrigley, makers of the popular candy, has made a subtle change to the look of the characters that appear in its ads, most notably replacing high heels for sneakers on one of its female characters and putting the other in a lower pair. A lower pair of. <laughs> what is the what height is allowed? It's a lower pair of heels on a. Uh, Brown M&M. In a statement reported by CNN, Anton Vincent, president of Mars Wrigley North America, said its new look is designed to make the female characters more representative of the consumer. It's a subtle cue, he said, but it's a cue people really pick up on. So I guess if they're that, then it sounds like what they're saying is that their customers are more likely to be wearing sneakers. Mm -hmm. That's what that sounds like to me. Yeah, but also I feel like. Uh... This might be a bit of a political move to make everyone more friendly. I don't know if you remember, like, um, in the commercials, they had beef. No, no, I know you just said that. Yeah, I, don't, I never like, paid attention to it, so. And the red one was always mean to the other ones. So they're not going to do that anymore either, or is that still allowed? No, no. Oh, they're Everything, not Everyone is cool now. Just everyone a, squashed the beef. Just a and bunch like, of cool M&Ms. Well, yeah. If there's no story, I, I have to assume that it'll be less entertaining if they're not, there's nothing going on between the two of them. But yeah, I mean, I can see the angle that it's like, oh, it's uh, some, some some sort of woke thing. But honestly, I don't really care that much about this one. I'm like, if 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 uh, they so, if yeah. they feel, if, if they actually have data to suggest that their female customers are more likely to be wearing sneakers than... <laughs> Than uh, high heels, I'm putting sneakers too. If that's actually the case, yeah, a lot of people, um, or maybe not. I don't know, or maybe not because it's like, do I buy? Do I really relate to a? Do I buy an M and M because of the footwear? So you're you're exactly what Twitter's saying. Like, they're just saying that the, it's just candy. Like, don't make a big deal out of it. Yeah, maybe. Okay, let's just go one other angle. Maybe the whole point of it is to get an article on Insider and to. Like, do you ever think it'll get to a point where it, it becomes so obvious the way people are going to react that you can just pull that string? Sure. And yeah. they're like, hey, let's do something really crazy and change the footwear on the green M&M and watch the internet go nuts. Like, yeah. you have one side that's saying, yes, finally, even though barely anything happened. And then the other side, which is saying, oh, my God, ruined by wokeness. And, and, then, and then all of a sudden you have a nice little argument and everybody's just thinking about M&Ms. Mm -hmm. Like that's futuristic 4D chess. Just pull on those strings and, and keep selling your candy. I never thought about M&M's so much. Yeah, it's very big brain. I want to eat some M&M's. Exactly. Yeah. That's my point, man. Yeah. Twitter brings NFTs to the timeline as hexagon-shaped hexagon profile pictures. I read this because Elon tweeted about it. He said it's going to be annoying. Uh, it, it was only a matter of time. He, he references the fact that there's so many crypto bots, scam bots in the comments, which, by the way, is the same on YouTube. YouTube is a bot disaster lately. Mm. Uh, Even Michael Saylor got in the mix. He's he, a Bitcoin-like maximalist. Twitter can solve the problem of scammers and spam bots if they allow real humans to post. 50,000 sats via lightning and get verified with an orange check. Then we can limit comments, DMs to verified accounts. Bad actors forfeit their... Security deposit and Twitter monetizes mouth. So he's he wants uh, he wants people to pay twenty bucks in Bitcoin. I discussed this topic in detail in the Spaces session below. 
Bitcoin can be used to create cybersecurity deposits attached attached to real accounts. So he's saying like a credit kind of. You sure. want you want to post and prove that you're real and give us 20 bucks if right. uh, accounts are free. Anyway, that's not really the point of this article, but everyone's got a got a take on it. The NFT thing has obviously exploded. Whether you like it or not, whether you're annoyed or not, plenty of people have already made their profile pictures, their NFTs. They've just put it in a traditional sense of uh, taking the JPEG and applying it to the profile section. Yeah. What's happening here is it, uh, Twitter's giving you a way of showing that it's your actual NFT because when this hexagon shows up, everyone's going to know, yo, you got mutant ape 17609. So you're a baller. Sure. You're balling out of control. You get to show off your prized possessions. But in order to do this, you're going to have to connect your crypto wallet. Yeah. Which, so they have a couple of uh, the big ones here. Argent, like Coinbase, MetaMask. Ledger Live, MetaMask, Rainbow, and Trust Wallet will all work. However, one side effect of limiting its interaction with the blockchain to a list of approved sources means that information on who owns what is not as decentralized as you may think, as researcher Jane Manchin Wong noted earlier Thursday, a database outage that knocked the OpenSea API offline for a few hours caused Twitter's NFT collection pages to lose their information too. So people spot weaknesses all here. Right. So there's a couple arguments here. Um, for one, um, for I guess that mutant NFT, like the really popular one, the, the AC, um, someone can actually take that picture and mint it on their own and then post it up on MetaMask and actually just, you know, have their NFT and people would think that would be the real one, right? You know what I'm saying? But, but okay, say it again. Start from the top. So let's just say you would want that specific base. Okay, right? yeah, sure. What you would do is you can just grab that picture and then you can mint it on your own. Oh, sure. As a collection. Sure. And, and then, then you, you put it on your MetaMask and, you and then put it up on you Twitter. And you got a hexagon. So that's what a lot of people are saying. Like, um, if you want to be in like this membership on Twitter, like you should just discount all of the, the fakes, right? But what Twitter's saying is actually... Like, no, we want people to create their own collections. So there's like a lot of argument there where the scammers could actually post their own like minted Good Lord. AC and Good Twitter Lord, wouldn't have a, a problem with that. Oh yeah, you can't. You know what I That's mean? an absolute disaster. Um, how does it work on OpenSea? Well, OpenSea is a mess right Yeah, now. it's a mess too. It's the same. Yeah. They have the exact same problem, right? Mm -hmm. Where pe people are posting very similar or mirrored images. And sure, yeah. It's hard to navigate. Well, I mean, this exposes one of those big growing growing pain here as far as NFTs are concerned in that uh, it's it's very hard still, even, even, even for a company like Twitter to like with all this engineering uh, uh capability to figure out a way to make sure that the nft holder is the one showing showing off the nft so yes you can find out if it's the real nft okay. by going into the nft themselves and then just look at the the, the record right like the ledger or whatever right but people don't do that people yeah people are not going to do that people don't do that well then, so. and then and then in that case you would be like well if if people don't do that, then what's the improvement over the way it is right now, where people just, just take, take the image, take the image, yeah. and then 
depending on who the individual is, you just assume they either have it or don't have it mm -hmm. because they wouldn't be likely to do it that way. Oh, is it also only a Twitter blue feature? Yes. Oh my God. I think it's $2.99 a month. Oh, wow. <laughs> and GM, wow. They're just fully embracing crypto culture over here yeah. with this commercial as well. NFT profile pictures. Well, they're trying. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. Obviously, a lot of a lot of NFT communication and culture happening over Twitter. Mm -hmm. So, I'm not deep enough in it, honestly, to uh, really yeah. feel one way or another. Me neither. But, <laughs> but I'm sure there's all types of feelings going on. For sure, yeah, and a lot of opinions. Maybe this is not it the way that it is right now, but maybe. Mm -hmm. Uh, it's an indication and a and a stepping stone to how to eventually figure out how to do it. I don't know. Yeah. Hopefully they'll figure it out. Tesla's subscription service launches in California with 100 Model 3s. Aims for a fleet of 10,000. The cheapest, fastest, easiest way to get a Tesla Model 3. So you can rent the Tesla. Oh, that's sick. Flexible pay-by-the-month car subscription will give you access to a whole new world of mobility. Pay by the month. So it's month to month, no long-term contract. Mm. I, you know what I like about that is it's a low commitment. Like yeah. for people who are on the fence or they're like, I don't know if I really need a car or want to. And then and then if it sits in the driveway and they don't use it very much, so what? At the end of the month, give it back. If they're using it all the time and it's very useful to them, then they just continue to the next month or they buy one in a more traditional way. Yeah. And a big hurdle is an electric car. Like a Tesla. Yeah. You know, if you want to really try it out. Try before you buy. The only issue I see is that as far as charging goes at home, you're charging, very yes. unlikely to spend yes. on a at-home charger if you're only going to be trying it for a month. So so this oh. is, I think this is happening in um, Los Angeles. Where where you would have a lot of hopefully yes. buildings that already support it yeah, or apartment buildings that have chargers that are there. Uh, the concept of subscribing to a car instead of outright buying it or leasing it has gained traction in recent years. Several automakers and third-party companies have started such services, which have the main advantage of being simpler and requiring less commitment than leases. So Scott Painter, the founder of True Car, bought 100 Model 3 vehicles, which honestly, 550 bucks. You could, oh, never mind. There's no, the, the $5,500 <laughs> start fee. Yeah. Whoa. Okay. Which is more than buying a more than Tesla a down 3, payment. Yeah. Okay. A Model Three. Well, not buying a whole Model Three, but a down payment. That's tough. Five thousand bucks to get started is yeah. tough. Is it refundable if I? No. No. Okay. Well, I think that that takes that puts the commitment <laughs> level so high that I'm it, all yeah. of a sudden just wanting to buy the car. But anyway, uh, maybe you have a lot of people in the area that. Um, May, they might move there, you know, it might be worth it for some people, but uh, either way, I like the try before you buy concept. Like a car is such a huge commitment and you don't really, I mean, you can test drive it if you really want to. Mm -hmm. I mean, I bought the, <laughs> I bought the plaid without, <laughs> without driving. You know, I think. Oh, well, you drove it like once or twice, right? Uh, no, not, not the plaid. I mean, not I've, the I've plaid, dro no. driven Model, Model S's. S's but Model 3. But their whole thing, Tesla's whole thing is they can't make them fast enough. So they're right. not letting you try it. I mean, this guy can let you try it with this company, mm -hmm. but Tesla's not letting you try it. They can't make it fast. They got plenty of people that are willing to buy it. Um, I didn't test drive the Taycan either. So maybe I'm the wrong guy. But for a lot of people, test driving or having having living with a thing with a vehicle would be a nice thing to do. 
and uh, but maybe the five thousand up front might be yeah. tough. What it showing me, Hello Kitty. Although I do have to say, there's something about this color palette which is very pleasing. This uh, Easter egg color palette going on here. Yeah. I don't know why that had such an effect on me. Like it's very powerful. It tastes like marshmallow. Uh huh. Yeah. Um, What's going on here? So Razor partnered with Hello Kitty. Whoa. To make some computer equipment. <laughs> Ah, world of super cute adventures awaits. I like how the they go all the way. Mm. You know, it's full pink. There's Hello Kitty everywhere, mm -hmm. and uh, I, I I like it. So this is going to show I think up it's on really a, good. This is going to show up on a Twitch stream near you. Sure. Yeah. Are we going to do this show live on Twitch eventually? By the way, um, I talked to you about it. You're terrified about doing this live. Yeah, we should ask I the mean, audience. Yeah, we we should, should ask, ask the audience right now. If if we did this live, would that add anything to it? If you you could chat and comment, and uh, sh uh, we would still obviously put it up, and we would still obviously put out the audio. Mm. But we're just curious, and the clips would still go up. We're just curious about whether or not we should do it live. If that could add something, discuss. Let us know in the comments. We'll sure. Check it out. Yeah. Lightning fast friends. Whether you aspire to greatness, like Bad's Maru. Or simply enjoy a good gaming challenge like Karopi. Are these the characters in Hello Kitty? I Kiddie? believe so, yeah. It's always great to have friends you can count on. Uh, <laughs> with the comfort and reliability of the Razor Death Adder. <laughs> <laughs> this reminds me kind of of uh, the Lego movie. Uh. Unikitty. It's kind of like Hello Kitty, but then it goes oh, right, fierce. Yeah. It's uh, that goes into like a savage mode at times. Mm. So like seeing the word death adder with all this pink marshmallow stuff kind of feels that way to me. Yeah. Look at the headset. Wow. Yeah, it has a bow on it. Yeah, this is going to show up. Somebody's already wearing this on Twitch right now. Somebody with the chair and everything. Yeah, Back it's a really interesting moment. collab. Yeah, it's easy for them because they have all the equipment. All they got to do is just change the theme on it. And uh, all of a sudden you got all this new cool stuff. Yeah. Uh, 68 days. Oh, okay. Did you see this? Okay, so you know what? Play a little bit of this. Okay. This is insane. This is out of control. I think we did one of uh, his videos before. Exactly. But 68 uh, days, this build. It's a Rolls Royce boat tail for his son. This is a, a woodworking masterpiece. And the whole thing is captured in a 16-minute video. Imagine 68 days in a six-minute video. Mm. A 16-minute video, sorry. And the thing drives. Yes. It's just madness. Uh, like, if you're one of these people, you like to watch a video with progress in it, where you can see progress taking place, mm -hmm. this is one of those videos. So it was out maybe like two, three weeks ago. It's got... 35 million views. 35 million. Just a cool 35 million. How about the 600,000 thumbs up? Mm-hmm. I think Mr. Beast got to take note. Yeah. He, he's got he's to step it up. There's a, these guys are pulling uh, some Mr. Beast numbers now. Granted, it was 68 days. Man. It's just so crazy, the level of detail here. and Yeah, and I don't want to spoil it. But, well, yeah, but mean, here's the thing. You know, there's been a lot of talk you, you brought up earlier... Um, Instagram 
offering new payment methods, and he's driving it around, and Mo, <laughs> Mo just had a huge, Mo just went, what? Yeah, you. it actually drives. It's all made out of wood. I mean, it's ridiculous. Um, but we were talking about monetization, and a lot of people were talking about TikTok, how TikTok doesn't pay very much with the short views. Yeah. This is the opposite. The only reason these 68 days are worth it is because the guy knows on YouTube it's going to crush, and it's a 16-minute sure. video. It's going to have ads, and it's going to be worth it yeah and, and that's what i love about youtube the platform is that like this project i mean maybe this guy would be into it without the camera being there or the ability to publish it on youtube but here he can have a business that can kind of encourage these cool creations yeah. if he put this on tiktok for a bunch of you know 30 second views he make like 20 bucks yeah. And it's not gonna he's not gonna be able yeah. to do it too many times over the 68 days. So this is this is one of those videos that makes me appreciate not just him, but the the platform enables it. So this is the real uh boat tail, just for reference. Yeah, we talked about this on the show. I mean it's it's already such a it's a twenty-eight million dollar car. <laughs> such a cool car and a cool shape. Yeah. And then he chose to do it out of wood. I wonder what he can sell that for. Is he selling that or is he keeping it? Because in the past, I mean, I'm he pretty sold, sure his kid would want it. But in the past, he sold some of these. Yeah, a Lamborghini. Yeah, it's wild, man. That was 23 million. This one oh, crushed man. that one in a, in a shorter period of time. Yeah, no, I saw this. This was suggested to me too. So it's doing something, man. Yeah. All right, last one. Um, did you see this? It was trending number one. No, the call Pepsi Super Bowl halftime show official trailer. Nope, I did not see any of this. Um, I'm not going to play it because it has music can you skip through it i can skim through okay it. there's a chess match going on there's eminem there's eminem mom spaghetti <laughs> yeah so he's going through and uh it's a really nice music video okay um, that's detailing a lot of uh old school hip-hop music okay so eminem and uh there's snoop he's on his low rider oh right so they're doing like a classic hip-hop yeah. uh, halftime show for the super bowl yes okay so Basically, they're making their way to the Super Bowl stadium. Snoop's, and, got, uh, Snoop's got the low rider uh, going on. The, who's, that's Mary J. Blige? Yep. Okay. Yep. So she's on her Bugatti. Is okay. Making her way as well. And Why then, not? Uh, there's Kendrick. Mm -hmm. He's in his, I guess. He's uh, writing. He's, he's in working. the lab. He's working. Yeah. Okay. And then you see, finally, you see Dre. Oh, wow. Dre, who's uh, out of the hospital, I guess. He's all fixed up. Yeah. Because he, he had some, uh, was it a brain aneurysm? He was in rough yeah. shape, whatever yeah. it was. He was hospitalized. It was really tough. But it just, yeah, there's a theme of like chess and them owning the city kind of thing. Mm. And then they all drive to uh, the stadium mm -hmm. where they're going to perform. SoFi Stadium. Okay, cool. Yeah. So you're pumped for this. I think this is cool because um, even in the comments, they're just saying like, you're witnessing like legends, mm. like, you know, nostalgia, like in the past. Um, these people were like pretty influential in our lives, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's our it's our era for sure. And then you're not getting like, a, you know, like a Katy Perry, like a more modern. Easy one more modern uh, artists mm -hmm. you get like the old school which i think this is a nice little uh a nice little thing that they did yeah number one on so. trending the call pepsi super bowl halftime show go check the trailer prepare yourself super bowl coming up oh yeah
a lot of classic performers. Which one of those performers? Uh... Oh, well, Kendrick doesn't count because he's a new performer, Will. I just realized that. You were yeah. saying it's all classics. You said there's no Katy Perry. Well, I'm not comparing to Katy Perry, but I'm sure. saying he's a new. Well, he's yeah, new you're, he's to those the ones. newcomer okay. from these legends. Pass, I would go for M. They passed the torch. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I wonder if they're physically going to do that. I think so.